this week's episode of The One Podcast, I'm joined by James Watkinson, better known to you all as Junior, a singer, rapper and producer from Bedford. Junior's now been making music for the past five years, starting from messing around with the boys to starting a journey to perfect the craft and dropping several EPs along the way. Recently, he surpassed 120,000 streams mark across all streaming platforms, yet this is only the beginning. <laughs> um this is actually just a little disclaimer i'm going to put out there um to all my family family friends mum, dad grandparents i'm going to try and keep my swearing to a minimum but if the guest wants to swear that's against my my control so i'm keeping it clean junior if you want to swear I'll, go ahead I'll, I'll try and keep it pg okay Do let's keep it pg for the fans but anyway, it is episode two of the One Podcast, the first interview, and I welcome the first guest, James Watkinson, aka Junior. Yes. Hello. How are we? <laughs> I'm good, mate. <laughs> Bro, honestly, if I could insert a gif, <laughs> I'd insert that Paul Rudd one, you know, the one of the hot ones when he goes, how did we get here or whatever it is. <laughs> Who knows, bro, but I'm very happy to be on episode this episode, Mate. bro, I'm gassed. I'm gassed for you. This is, this is a surreal feeling, I can't lie. I mean, I never would have thought that I'd be interviewing one of my, my best mates, one of my boys. Um, but here we go, the first guest. Let's do it. it let's talk about um, like how, how you really got first like, started into the whole music thing. Yeah. Um, like obviously, I know like we go back to when we were like, 15, 16, we were making tunes in the shed. And obviously, it only started out as a joke and everything and um it was that was literally it. it was just some of us boys in the shed just creating these music this music yep how did that transcend into <clears throat> a serious music career you could say well um i'd say there's there's been a couple of moments in my life that have just made me want to do music so much right um okay. probably the first one is when i the first concert I went to, I saw Jay-Z in twenty in 2012 in the O2. And I was like, what the actual hell is this? <laughs> it's literally the maddest thing I've ever seen. And I was just looking at it like, and if you have been at a concert and you just turn your head back and look behind you, it's yeah. literally just nuts. And the other yeah, one, you know what? That, that's a that is a crazy thing because, like, yeah, the amount of like concerts being seen, you, you can literally see how many people they've got, and it's almost like it's in their control. Like yeah. the music that they've created, and it was, was fucking Jay Z as well. And it was Jay Z, like that in itself. Like someone of our age to say that they've seen Jay Z because it's a rare thing that he comes to the UK now. Yeah, very rare, very rare. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy, but obviously, so you, I mean, you got your um like family influences. Obviously, your dad's big, big into the music. Um, yep. obviously, Jack's also doing the the radio shows. Yeah, obviously, Rory's now into music as well. Um, yep. how, how do you think that's influenced? Um, your come up into the music scene. Um, 
in our house, everyone's always listening to music. Everyone's right. got extremely vast music tastes. Um, like my older brother is just a freak when it comes to music, just <laughs> knows the weirdest music. Um, you know, I say a shout out to Jack. That radio show is incredible. Isolation, <laughs> go listen to it now. But he knows he's just done stuff in the yeah. world and has just knows good music and has seen loads of people as well live. And obviously he's traveled from, from here to America and obviously he would met some people where like it would have helped him into that. And, Definitely. And I guess that's yeah, that would have rubbed off on you. Obviously you live together now and that sort of thing. Hundred percent. I, I don't I don't really like the music that my brothers like. They like they like quite like <laughs> old old music, like classic classics. Right. Um I like new music. Okay. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Um I'm just a fan of yeah, new music. Like um my brothers have playlists full of old songs. Yeah. And my playlist is literally just full of like new R and B music. That's all I listen to. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important though that um to keep that balance between old and new. But I guess I guess it's kind of reflective in your music too, because you're always striving to like create like a, a new and more fresh sound, isn't it? I try to. I don't I I don't I don't make music to sound like someone else. That's not exactly. what I'm trying what to I'm do. It's, it's like a, a new, create something new instead of... Yeah, it's a, the path. I think the word you're looking for is postmodern. Postmodern, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my vocabulary, actually. Postmodern. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Junior is postmodern. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we, we spoke about your, your family ties into music. Um, let, let's all talk, talk about the other family, which was the forty. Yes. And how, how did that start? This is <laughs> this is a sick <laughs> story. So it started in was it year year 10? Like year 15. 10 there was a time when we were in upper school in year 10 we used to meet up with the Shambrook upper school boys. We were at Mark <laughs> Rutherford and yeah. we'd play them at football on like a weekend or whatever. And then the like the banter just got insane to the point where we made a diss track to them <laughs> and we're like oh, calling no. calling players out on their team on like an actual beat on a song and we uploaded it to soundcloud and like it actually did all right because they had like yeah. loads of people were just listening to it <laughs> like think, that's um... that's genuinely like the start of my music career and then it ended that's up crazy. like the 40 just happened from that a group of us, me, Sam, Andre, Jamie, Rory, you, yeah, um, Alex. Bro, too many, too many names to mention. But yeah, I mean, like, when you when you think about it, obviously, the forty was originally obviously those members, but it kind of does extend to our whole friendship group as well, isn't it? Hundred percent. In my in my eyes, if you're from Bedford, you're you're in the forty. I just like to put a disclaimer out there. Um, four one, <laughs> four four oh, all day. But uh, yeah, no, see, yeah, and that's it. That's the the roots of the forty. Um, so it's mad. Actually, it's actually mad, isn't it? 
that, do you know what? I I never would have put that day or that that time as the start of it. But now that like you said it like that, it makes so much sense as to how it it, it went from, from make, making songs for banter to then one day um yeah I was like, Oh, this is actually quite this is actually quite good. This is actually quite fun. <laughs> might might like actually try and make a proper song. <laughs> <laughs> so so going on from that, um Oh, so that's when uh, you drop the tracks, release me, brother. <laughs> House party, and these are all on your SoundCloud still, aren't they? For yep. people to listen to. Those are the the, the core roots of um of the forty, yep. really, because they're still on there. People can go listen to them if they want, and that kind of shows like the progress that you made from from then, obviously to your most recent stuff, which is now on Apple Music. Yeah, that shows a, a big leap into progress as well. Um. But going back to the beginning, so like I've, I've it's five years since releasing. I, I checked, and to me that that's crazy because I still I remember the the time when that got released, yeah. and obviously then you dropped the remix, and it essentially became the pre-drinks tune. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Every time we'd pre-drink, it, it would it would come on. Everyone Fact. knows the words to it, and then obviously you had the the gig in in Bedford uh, back in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Everyone knows it. That's yeah man <laughs> it's a funny song but um if we take it to 2016 uh you dropped your first ep adolescence yes um i i remember the day we listened to, to nine reasons i still yeah. remember this to this day because i remember you saying you listen to 10 crack commandments by biggie yeah i was like yeah 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 it's like yeah we just made this proper this. old school back and forth joint exactly exactly how do you think your your sounds changed since the adolescence days? Um, it's it's hard to say. Um, that's a good question. It, do you I ever revisit your your old music? Uh, yeah, I I like to listen to my own music. I don't know if that's weird or not, but like I make it deliberate. Like all my new music that I have, I'll listen to it literally a million times. Just because, just because I really like listening to it, <laughs> like I make m- my music that I'd like listening to. But if you're talking about like development, I don't actually really know. Um, I've definitely got better <laughs> in my opinion because some <laughs> of the good. old at songs. You, you, yeah, at least you recognise that you you are obviously evolving as an artist and everything. That's that's like the main thing, isn't it? It's only because um. I've seen, you know, like Kanye has that thing where he doesn't listen to certain songs. Yeah. He, cause he even admits that he's made songs for the money. And that's oh, all right. Thing. Yeah. I but... wish I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but de- development, um, I'd say I've, I've just learned how to write songs better. Right. And they're more back, back in the day I was, I was, I can, well, I used to write songs just just for the sake of it so if you're writing like a song about a girl it wasn't actually about a girl it was just written um hypothetically do you know what i mean it wasn't actually based on real life it was just written make like write a love song for the sake of a love song yeah yeah because you know i mean you you learn when you when you're actually the brutal honesty is always key and people relate to it much more, I think. 
that's something I'm pride myself on is being very honest in my music. Yeah, so you know what? That, that's one thing that um, and not me... just chat chat shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that me, Ez, and uh, and James were talking about today is that um, with your music, you you create such an introspective insight into what's happening in your life, and that's what we were noticing with your more recent stuff. And we were like, if if you didn't know, if we didn't know you, right? If, say if we met you for like the first time. We wouldn't know what actually happens like behind the scenes, but you 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 write these songs and it creates this like this, this such detailed insight and it's effortless. Um, it's what we were just saying earlier. It's, it's pretty amazing how how you, how you can do that. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> like, all all them all them songs, the ones that are quite deep, and yeah. um, like I'm I'm just talking realness. They're the easiest songs to write. When it comes from the heart, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as cliche as it is, yeah, it's like as, true as it can be, isn't it? Yeah, and they people just relate to them differently, you know. And it's always good when people like recognize the same stuff that you're going through. Of course, of course. Yeah, and they, like you said, you said that you pride yourself in that, and. Yeah, I think as an artist, that's definitely, that's definitely what makes um, makes it feel a lot more personal when you you listen to the music. Definitely, that's that's what I'm trying to do, man. Too many people um, are just chatting a load of rubbish, really. <laughs> true say, true say. Uh, I feel, I feel, I, you know what? Like that's evident. It's so evident in the music that's coming out these days. A lot of it is just for the the image, the clout, as as you say. Um, Trust me. Yeah. Um, go, going back to the 40, um, how has the dynamic changed, uh, obviously since that started now that it's become maybe more of like a solo venture? Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, it's always going to be a thing, the 40, but, um, and it, it, like, it's still a thing now, but the thing that's changed is people don't have time to just mess around in a studio every evening like we used to do you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's it's much more people have shit to do basically no that's true and um, everyone has other priorities true say um like do you, do you ever feel like um it could ever get back to that state where obviously you had 100 100 100 we talk about all the time all the time what and about, it will it will happen what what about the um the prospect of someone new coming into it has that ever come across your mind to get someone completely different into um, to be fair i don't, I don't think because we're not like um what's a good example we're not we're not like brockhampton we're not pushing a group do you know what i mean right yeah, yeah. like a group act where that's not what we're doing we could have done that but it just didn't go that way. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm down to welcome new people and to work with new people 100%. Yeah, because what you can say now is that, okay, look, we're only, what, 21, 22, but there kind of is like a like a generation beneath us now, isn't there? Who'd be yeah. slowly like coming through. I, I mean, I, I haven't personally 
seen or heard anyone like of that much younger than us really but have you maybe heard anyone who's younger than us and you thought these they're, they're set for big things or anything uh maybe not even from bedfords um younger than me that's mad i still feel quite young this is the thing but now i look at it i'm quite like sad 21 <laughs> 22 it's, it's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> when you were like so when i put it in this perspective as um we started this when we were what 16 so, so I, I'd like to know if there are any 16-year-olds in Bedford or which 16-year-olds in Bedford are starting the same journey that we went on when we were 16. Yeah, that would be interesting. And like, yeah, give I'd them, like to see... Give them guidance. Give them guidance and yeah, and just see what, what things they do differently as to what we did. 100%. It's a whole different world. Like people probably aren't using SoundCloud now. Yeah, true. Say they say the the whole SoundCloud thing's dead, but it is. Yeah, well, I mean, it is interesting. <laughs> like the, the thing with this whole this this podcast, even this is an idea for three years. It took me three years to actually Bloody get it. Hell, three <laughs> years. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? But um, yeah, so obviously, I was eighteen when I came up with this idea, and. I don't know what I've been doing my time to only release it now. <laughs> but in this, Bro, thing, God's God's timing, God's timing. It is, and it's, it is never too late to to start something like this. Like, 100%. You, you know what? You hit the nail on the head. We are still young. There's plenty of time to do this. Got do you feel like with um, with being from Bedford? Do you think that kind of hinders people to strive and create to to create something different from the norm? Um, yeah, I I think it does. Subconsciously, people just don't want to try, like a, and a lot a of people just don't. Mentality. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's people. Yeah, that's that's such a good point. That there's definitely talented people that just won't try, right? And they won't take the jump because they're thinking, to where we're from is just a bit weird anyway. Pete, I mean, like the people not, where not we're from Bedford, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all love but like if you're from Bedford you know yeah that's true and like we all share or most of our friends like all of us like we share that same viewpoint that uh it is a bit of a struggle to kind of branch out of Bedford creatively because there is that kind of like hindrance to to most people that definitely are I care too much about what the next person thinks and it kind of stops these people from creating. Yeah, do you feel like that's changing? changing? Do you feel like that's changed, obviously, since since we first started? Um, do you think people are since, becoming more... Since when we started, 100%, yeah. Now you've got, like... Social media was a thing back when we were... Um, back when we were, like, 15 or 16, whatever. But, like, yeah. now you can literally go viral in, like, from a from a freestyle video. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it more easily, I mean. Yeah. Like, but I think w- w- like when you say that as well, it's also easier to fall off. 100%. Isn't it? <laughs> that's uh, what, yeah, if you, that's, if you <laughs> that's like, how many people have you seen make a hit song and then they're popping for a bit, then they don't make any good music after that. They get rinsed. 
It's like Lil Nas. No offense, Lil Lil Nas X. After Old Town Road, has he dropped a good song? I'm not, I'm not going to throw shade on Lil Nas X, man. <laughs> I think that guy. I think that guy will drop something like fire. I honestly, do I've got I've got faith in him, innit? <laughs> Actually, no, he had a good song. What was that song called? Uh, Panini. Panini. Yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. That was it. That was it. But to be fair to him, the fact that he got Nas on on his track and his name, his his whole stage name is named that's after a Nas. Movie. It's an absolute like, movie. If I was him, I'd I'd happily retire. I'm like, that's what I've stepped out to achieve, and I've achieved it. I'm happy with that. Imagine talking to Nas. Exactly. He's an alien. <laughs> like, literally. He's an alien. <laughs> Gone. So let, let's say top five rappers or artists or like that, that you think have like influenced your sound or like what you... Oh my God. I, I literally was dreading you asking me this question. I know, it's I, a big I, question. Isn't it? I can't answer this when I think about it to myself. But like Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's up there. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dre. Okay. Um, see, this gets peak from then. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it could go um, on. Like... <sighs> it's, it's bad that I don't have any in it. It is a hard question. Is it? Is it's it a bad? Question. I want to like, say it's pe- bad. people. Do, I know people just have go-to artists, but I just listen to like loads of like random stuff like i can say my top three or top five changes every day top three rappers is jay oh this is gonna be controversial jay-z biggie nas i wouldn't say it's controversial it's most controversial put, the kids most people most people put biggie number one the kids of today will probably find that controversial because they don't listen to that yeah they put like but... little baby one <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a few people will put Lil Baby as number one but I'm fair not naming enough. any names if you, if you like him fair enough <laughs> but um, alright so let's say we, we fast forwarded four years from that that EP that you dropped you dropped the second EP things will be fine and obviously that four been... years that weren't four years after was it yeah after adolescence it was four years was that actually <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> that just don't sound right in my head. Oh shit! I've got that wrong in it. I'll cut that out. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> nah, don't cut it out. Don't cut it out. We make mistakes. So let's fast forward three years, and you've now dropped your second EP. Things will be fine. You got your first live performance in Bedford, and then you also dropped the new video uh, for "Give It Away." All in the space of a year. Yeah, how would that measure as a milestone in your career? Um, and like, would you would you say that's opened up more doors or opportunities for you? Because um, those, those are pretty think, big, bold moves. Yeah, it was around that time i I was at university and I realised that I wanted to do music. Right. It's quite it. It was quite stressful at the time because you're studying a degree when you know you've got. My my head was just thinking about other things the whole time, right? Yeah. Um. Hence, that's when like the moves actually started happening, like making a music video, like a proper one. I yeah. Was my first, but like loads of people didn't even know I did music. 
was in and they thought it was like a they thought it was like a joke (laughs) me doing music do you know what i mean like it was just i think people started taking it a lot more seriously when i dropped that video yeah so yeah Um, that's what so yeah you could say that that period of when you dropped that video that's when it clicked for a lot of people definitely yeah yo this guy's serious (laughs) well i hope so yeah (laughs) yes how have things changed apart from that now people are taking more serious like even though the way people approach you let's say you go out in town or anything has that changed or how people talk to you like day to day uh nah like maybe on like the tiniest scale i've been approached by people when we go out like a couple of times and they've been like are you junior and even that is fucking mental to me like strange feeling i can't like like i'm a i'm the type of person if when people say that to me i'll just laugh at you because i think you're joking (laughs) (laughs) i was like what are you taking a piss but that's happened a few times and it's been pretty yeah pretty mental to be fair but can't complain (laughs) (laughs) but yes you know you know that event that obviously you put on 40 party Um, big up ezra brown every single time shout out to ezzy b on that because that's still spoken about today obviously we'll say like your first performance and everything and that whole that whole night bro it was a (laughs) a mad one just Um, a mad one have you got plans for for more of those i mean obviously now the whole coronavirus situation is coming i don't know if that's yeah that's it's literally 2020 is just fucked up the base a little bit um plan plan wise um i had i had um a plan to do a show in bedford another one right. and it's had to get um postponed and basically had to rearrange everything <laughs> which but, is pretty uh, yeah peak. how has coronavirus in itself i know it's a pretty cliche sort of question everyone's asking it now isn't it but yeah. um how has that affected what you were supposed to do and how have you coped with this whole lockdown situation in terms of making music, but also not really being able to meet anyone yeah. to maybe collaborate or work with anyone? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm extremely privileged um, and blessed to have a studio at my house. Right. Um, so being not able to work and I was, I've, I've been able to spend like the most time consistently in the studio working on new music, which has just been like a blessing basically. Cause I thought I wasn't going to get that time because of like work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I stress about that quite a lot. I don't, I don't, I find it hard to, think how people fit in around like a nine to five job and then you're going to go studio in the evening obviously it's doable but like for me I just know I wouldn't be able to make sick music you'd just be like (laughs) you'd just be fucked (laughs) I probably sound pretty like yeah no obviously it can be taxing like mentally and physically obviously yeah you come back from a, a day of work last thing you want to be doing is working again i know obviously it's, it's more of a passion etc cetera, etc cetera, but it's still taxing on the brain so yeah i guess like you said it's, it's coming like a blessing in disguise almost 
yeah to have that that three month three or four months of lockdown to really like put in that work Definitely. Like, I, guess I think um not not meeting people as well that's not a problem i'm not i'm not mad about that because <laughs> <laughs> like um like our friendship group we're bad at meeting meeting each other anyway do you know yeah, what i mean that's true we we can't organize couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery bruv um <laughs> very true like well, i mean we, we, we stayed talk, in we contact about, we could talk about budapest from last year if we want to talk about how bad we were the <laughs> worst <laughs> organized trip in history you want to, you can talk about you can do, you can just say it, you can say it I don't know. I just know what, like it's just the fact that we all got on separate flights. We all arrived at the apartment in separate times. What might be the worst, like... be- the worst beginning to a holiday I've potentially ever been on. I think. Yeah, well, it might didn't turn up until like <laughs> half eleven. Flight was delayed. Walking, walking down the streets of Budapest, Budapest <laughs> with bare, you got like two percent battery on your phone, and every street looks exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> horrific. That yeah, that holiday summed up our our group. I think how bad we 100%. are just organizing things. As, as and only mass. four of us went on it. If yeah. you're listening to this and you got offered to come Budapest, then you're a dickhead. Have some shame. And you declined. You're have an idiot. some shame on that, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, what were we talking about? I literally can't remember. What were we talking? Um, coronavirus and lockdown. Coronavirus. So yeah, so have you kind of like um, like just placed this whole year as a, as a write off and then just put it down to creating? No way, this year's not a write off. No, 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 not as in like a write off completely, but as in like a your plans now shifted, and it's now just like focusing instead of obviously doing events and gigs and and that sort of stuff. It's just now creating more music than you maybe anticipated. Yeah, um, yeah making more music and making better music as well. Okay. Yeah, this is going. this has been um a sick opportunity as well cuz Rory my twin brother has just finished university as well and now we can actually work on music together and big up Rory on that big up Rory um which is mad so and that... the music and the music we make together oh shit you know like... what i've heard i've heard it mate yeah and yeah man, I, I mean I, I can big you lot up standing fire yeah. in it uh have, <laughs> have, you, have you ever thought about becoming more of a duo and it kind of works like a rapper slash singer and producer sort of acts or like even like interchanging between the two um has that ever been discussed <laughs> nah he'd never rap ever just maybe like a, just as a producer um yeah i mean who knows where the new music will take us that, that sounds like this. That's all there's I can say. That sounds like there's something in the works, mate. <laughs> yeah, but Rory, the thing is, for the next, Rory's a DJ, so there you go. Say no more. Say no more. And we shall wait to see what happens with that. <laughs> and he, he is a good DJ, proven at Sanji's birthday. True. Everyone that turned up to that. A shutdown we event. Witnessed that. <laughs> I think it literally got shut down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we don't talk about that on on this. <laughs> Mum, Dad, it was a perfectly fine birthday party. Had some drinks and celebrated. Did a speech. Did a nice speech at the end, as usual. 
Um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, so, looking back at your catalogue and uh, also like what's what's in line for the future and everything, are you gonna still like try and delve into different genres and experiment with new sounds? Hundred percent. Or are you gonna try 100%. and like hundred percent master one route? Uh, nah. That I, I've already like. I could just stick to making like hip hop music, right? But like, it doesn't fulfill me. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Like I said earlier on as well, like you um, obviously you're looking to create something new and not something that's yeah. And I, do, and I just like singing. <laughs> it's really fun. So do you reckon you could do like a Drake and just like release just like a? Nah, I can't sing like Drake, but. Just a singing album or just a rapping album? Yeah, I, I, mate, I'd be down for that. I'd actually be down for that. Like a straight R&B album. 100%. Who knows? Who knows what's coming? I might already <laughs> be doing it. Who knows? Maybe I already know and I'm just dropping hints for the sake of it. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Obviously, for a period in your life, obviously you did three years at university and yep. you would have met loads of new people there which i imagine helped to just build your sound and everything in different ways maybe like even like unconsciously just affected the way that you make music definitely it it built me that's what university does character building you would have met people like uh luke peter foster um big up luke big up luke shout out luke (laughs) um so what i was going to say is how is it going from a new place and now coming back to Bedford, how do you feel like you can now still grow your sound, even though you come back to a place and not really meeting those, not really meeting the new people that you would have at university, yeah. moving to a new place? Um, well, I'm a different person than I was when I joined university. Right. Um, yeah, that's... I do you feel like you, you've got like an, an, another move, like... Hundred percent. Like after I'd released um, the latest EP, yeah. Like the EPs kind of are like chapters in my book, right? The book, the book of my life, and we're currently in a new chapter, which is, who knows, what it's called. So like, no, no indication of what the next EP is called. No, nah, I actually don't have a name. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, no, we can leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I'm de- like moving back to Bedford. I'm more than happy to stay here. Right. I say that I say that because I'm staying with my mum and dad, <laughs> and they'll probably kick me out soon. But where where where's next? <laughs> what? Where where where's next? Where's where, next? Where would you like, where I... would you like to be? Or where do you feel like would L- be the best place to? I want to be in London. Be in London, yeah. Enjoy it will happen here. eventually. I come live with you. Hi, brother. <laughs> Next year, yeah. <laughs> so that sofa's free. I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sofa is free. I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't want to sleep on that again. The itchiest sofa of all time. Look, man, I did not invite you on the podcast. Shout out, Andre. <laughs> when we worked at Fashion Week, we stayed at Sandra's house on the itchiest sofa and the squeakiest sofa bed. No, the squeakiest airbed <laughs> ever. Oh my lord! Hey, man, I did not get you on the podcast to diss my flat. 
and this my living conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you know what? That, that was a funny week, and um, obviously now that this whole coronavirus things come in, like it kind of ruined our plans for summer and everything, didn't it? It's a shame yeah. that we won't really be able to get like be able to do that again because I'm moving out soon. But yeah, it's it's annoying for the people who are, who are finishing uni and didn't get to like yeah, celebrate properly. It's so um, so bad. I can't imagine anything like being in that sort of situation really. But if you made those good friends, I'm sure you'll you'll keep in touch and everything. <laughs> nah, we got we got to think positively about these things, isn't it? <laughs> you got you got. To, I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I thought but, you were yeah. about to do a speech there. <laughs> I, I can do a speech. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm impartial to doing a speech. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, let, going back to the music. Um, what artists have you been like recently listening to, or is there like a specific genre or subgenre that you've been listening to that's kind of like your new thing? You know what? Let me just look at my Spotify playlist. I'm going to scroll down quickly. Go on. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to um, my latest songs are "Once in a Lifetime" by Talking Heads. Oh, okay. Talking um, Heads, okay. Pure and Simple by Hearsay. Okay. If you know, you know. If yeah. you're listening to this now, write these songs down so you can go and listen to them. Um, Baby Powder by Genevieve. Woo! That's a good song. Um, Nothing Revealed, Everything Denied by 1975. Is that off there? And, Vogue, and Vogue by Madonna. Whoa! <laughs> that's a good that's a good lineup right there. I like that. You know, I, I like the um, the Talking Heads mention as well. Do you feel like that, that's something that could make a, a way into music though? And obviously you you stated that you want to create something new. But yeah. do you feel like there's an element of talking heads, for example, that you could use in your in your music? Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm inspired by it, like all of the music I listen to. Yeah. But I, 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 I like I don't want to make anything that sounds like anything else. No, see, this is this is the thing. It's um It's quite it's really hard to do that. Like, have you seen that Mark Ronson? <laughs> you seen that Mark Ronson TED Talk? Uh, no. All right. And for all, all the listeners who haven't like watched it, give it a, give it a watch. He talks about uh, the art of sampling and how obviously everything we we make today, majority of it uses something that's already been done, but flips it into a more creative and modern way, like you described earlier, postmodern. Yeah, it's that sort of thing. Um, I was, yeah, so I was thinking, I like, mean, is that something that you've considered doing is sampling, sampling something like Talking Heads, for example, and just flipping um, it into such a way that you can't even recognize it's Talking Heads, for example. Like, well, I, I have sampled before. Right. On songs. Um, I only recently have started doing sampling properly. Um, a good right. example is on the latest EP, Paradox plug um i sampled alicia myers life joy and love on wonderland so if you if you go on youtube and type that in you can listen to it and then you listen to the start of wonderland i flipped it and then yeah there you go you, you've got wonderland the song turn wow. it into something completely new there you go if you, if you listen to this listen to that song listen to wonderland by junior see if you can notice a sample <laughs> Do I <laughs> sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs>
So obviously I've I've listened to all your music and everything. What would you say is your most important track or one that you've you felt the most uh let's say attached to? One that you like you put everything Ooh. into? It's a big question. That is a good question. Um I think a lot of people like True Hurts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Also the the video. Drop if you if well. you actually listen to the lyrics of True Hurts, it's got some very it's got a couple gems, um, in the lines, the lines right. of the song. Are, I like I like that song, and um, I'm very attached to Spirit Realm. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah that that song is this was a, a the soundtrack to my life at one point. Genuinely. Wow. Okay. Um. Also, I you know what, I'd like to know actually. So, you, in the past, you, you've collaborated with many people. Um, obviously, you also featured on Nebula's track, "The Two Left Feet." Is there any? Yep. Is there anything coming out soon, or anything, anyone, anyone that you've worked with that maybe you can talk about? Um, at at the moment, no. Okay. Nah. Nah, I don't know. Um, to be fair. It's 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 hard working with features, especially in this like climate. Right. Um I'm always down to work with people, but it's quite um it's quite tricky because I'm quite picky when it comes to that sort of thing. Right. I'm try I'm trying to like, make music um with a purpose. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like every every little bit of a song has a has a purpose. Um and get you making music with someone else. You'll just make something like in between of what you both want, which isn't, which, which isn't a bad thing. But at the moment I'm trying to stick to building myself up as an artist. I think. I think you save the features for like a later date. Yeah. They'll a hundred percent be features. A hundred percent. Okay. Eventually. <laughs> like I'm not saying I'm not saying no to them, but I'm just trying to make stick to making music on my own at the moment. Focusing yeah. on your own craft at the moment, and then yeah, when the features come. But yeah, like artists, I I speak to a lot of artists quite a lot, right? Because I I like to tell people if they're doing good. If if you're doing good, um, then I'll definitely tell you. Which I like to do. I like to stay in contact with people from Bedford that are doing music as well. Well, I try to at least. Obviously, with life being so busy these days, obviously it's so easy to get lost within it. How, how do you keep focused and also like, just keep your vision clear? Are we talking vision as in music? Just, just in general. Um, obviously, what I've noticed is there's a a note of positivity in your music and your your message comes across clear and it doesn't get lost within your recordings or anything. Yeah, well, I, I think I know myself pretty well. Okay. Um and I've um sometimes you have to fall to fly. Of course. And I think I've fallen a couple of times and it's taught me a lot. Of, I've learned a lot of lessons in my life. Right, right, right. And I, I know, what, I know what I want to do, and I know how to do it. 
Do you feel like that's something that a lot of people, especially I've got age, a pr- I got I got a pretty tunnel vision mindset, if I'm honest. Right. Yeah. So like once you set your mind on something, then it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a lot of people that like our age seem to struggle with is that they don't really know themselves and it's like that the influence from maybe like social media. Definitely. So you might with it. P- social media is unbelievably toxic and it will consume you if you let it. That's true. That's facts. We li- this is a fact. That is a fact. It's crazy. Everyone, like we, every, we... everyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go no, on. no, this, this is the thing. Like, now we're trying to use social media ourselves to kind of like broaden our platform and our following. But at the same time, yeah. we, we obviously we realize it's toxic. 100%. It, it's detrimental to everyone's mental health, really. Um, I guess it is Agreed. just striking that balance between knowing what you need and what you want and everything. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So, well, yeah, I mean, one thing I'd say with, with your music is that uh, obviously you, you create, like I said before, you, you create this introspective insight into your life and to emotions and feelings that everyone else shares. How important do you feel that is in music and especially when obviously people listen to your music and then just, like compare that to music which is deemed as fake? The real will always shine through. I love that. I don't know why I'm talking in quotes. No, no, no. Um, Keep going. (laughs) Keep going. But you can tell when someone's put their heart into stuff they release, whether it's music, art, whatever it is. Podcast. You can tell. Yeah, podcast. You (laughs) You can tell when someone's done it with a purpose, with their heart. Right. And I think that will always resonate with people. That's true. They always say... The true, the true artists will always be remembered. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to be one of them people. What do you think needs to be done next to enforce that legacy, Just bro? Just keep working. Just keep working. Putting in the work. Talking into the the future, then what's uh, what's what's the next move, then, Junior? What's what's next? What's next? Right, so I got a couple singles coming and okay. music videos. That's that's what's next. Music videos as well. Some, let's call them movies. Ooh. Even with the whole coronavirus. <laughs> um, yeah. Any, Planning them now. Any more details on on the singles and when they're dropping? Um, all I know is I'm trying to keep the same format of three singles, and then an EP, hopefully. Is there no talk of a an album or of an LP dropping? Nah, I'm saving that for when I'm when people don't actually know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, thank you very much for coming on. Are there, are there any last thank words that you want to shout out to anyone or anything? Um, I'd like to shout out my mum and dad. Big up to them one time. Um, yeah, keep posted. New music is coming soon. Ah, uh, you heard that here. Music is dropping very soon. And everyone, if you're listening to this, send, Sand, send, send Sandra a message because he's worked very hard on this. Oh, thanks. Bro. And he's done a very good job. Well done, Sandra. Cheers, bro. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, you can follow me on socials at Junior40 and you can find me on major streaming platforms if you just search Junior.
Well, guys, that is it for this week's episode of The One Podcast with Junior. If you liked what you heard, go tell your friends, follow the Instagram at the.onepodcast, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, so obviously you don't miss out on who's on next. Peace out. Who's on?